millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Back to Two Judgy Girls. This is Mary from the Bay. It's Courtney from LA. And we are halfway through the week. Oh, tomorrow I'm done. I only have four and a half hours left of work till spring break. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Summer okay. Mary is coming out. On delays, here I come. She's coming out. She ah. wants the world to know. No, I'll be like, Arriba! Tequila, tequila, tequila. Lick it, slam it, suck it. Oh, or is it slam it, suck it, lick it. Remember when Tamara and oh, Vicky I remember. never know that? Oh, I remember. Tomorrow I'm going to watch the Puerto Vallarta episode with the Spanx in the hot tub and Tamara breaking her foot. I mean, it sounds like a dream. It's like a pregame. I think that you should really watch it and like you should do some reenactments for us. That's kind of the goal. Okay. I love it. I love where your mind's at. I thank you for your service stories to come people i probably won't get there till like i was gonna say fingers crossed mary always promises promises us stuff (laughs) no not to you guys just to courtney oh yeah okay i always have great ideas and no execution and i'm like where is that you're like oh no i can't um okay so on that note just let's start the episode off at of the of TJG and let you guys know because Mary is going on vacation we won't be recording till next Thursday when she comes back so your regularly scheduled podcast will be a day late yes I just want everybody to know that because I feel like people yell at us in the DMs when it's not up fast enough and you're gonna have to wait a full 24 hours yeah because I fly home on Wednesday Thursday I'll watch the shows and we'll talk that night yeah and I feel like you guys would rather have Mary than have a random guest on, so I wanted to wait. Plus, we all need to know what happened to Summer Mary in Mexico. You'll get the update on Friday next week when it will be released. Ariba. <laughs> wait, speaking of Tamra, so this kind of makes me mad because people basically saw Shannon and Tamra filming this week at a coffee shop, and they catch Tamra saying – 
that Kelly Dodd has pushed her mother down the stairs and also broken another person's hand. So then this goes all over the internet and, and it's, and Kelly even comes back, posts a picture of her brother and her dad or her brother and her mom saying, you know, I've reconnected with my family. Lent is about forgiveness. My mom wants to sue Kelly Dodd or uh, sorry. Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) Wants to sue Tamara. Kelly Dodd's mom wants to sue Tamara. And then Tamara comes back saying that she was actually defending Kelly. Interesting. So when is she saying that Kelly pushed her? Because the whole thing of like the reason why Kelly and her family, remember her crazy brother apparently like spread all these rumors and he's the one who originally said that Kelly pushed her mom down the stairs. So this happened like months and months and months ago. So it's interesting that it's getting brought back up now. Well, then I'm also wondering if we just heard that snippet and that Tamara saying to Shannon, like, maybe one of the new girls is saying that Kelly pushed her mom down the stairs. And Hmm. all we're hearing is Kelly pushed her mom down the stairs. Well, you know what? Why is Tamara talking about it? She always stirs the pot. She has to, to get, (sighs) it's like, go take care of your non belly button and having belly button sex in the bathtub with Eddie. Like, do you think they've had belly button sex at the new Vena wellness? They just opened up, a new business and they have like a new office and it looks really ugly. I'm like not looking forward to OC. You know, she's on my personal account. I had to use my personal account. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to ask how you were looking at that, but I figured it was ask. through your personal. I mean, do you follow on your personal Sheena Jackson, Tamara? Yeah. Okay, good. Cause I need to know what's going on. Right. You and need I do to. it for you guys. Yeah. On my personal account. Wow. 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 Look at that following count go up. As more, bo- as more Bravo celebrities block us on Two Judging Girls, your follow count goes up on your personal. <laughs> Wait, has, who else has blocked us? Um, Pete K. Oh, I never even noticed that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Dorit still keeps tabs on us. I know. I see that. And she's left her her daughter somewhere. She's on vacation with PK and Jagga. And mm. Fifi Navajo is nowhere to be found. Everyone keeps on sending us photos of it, and I love it. It's too funny, man. I'm, like, cracking up. Like, as somebody who's been this, as I had my, like, crazy travel weekend, and I, like, literally was not online at all, it's, like, catching up on all of this is, like, cracking me up. Well, you guys, Courtney, I slept with her in the same bed I, from I feel 11. like you should, like, rephrase that. <laughs> Courtney went to Coachella on Friday. Saturday, mm-hmm. she flew up here. Didn't even see her. I just left her a key. <laughs> but I, I told like, you that was fine. Gonna, I was like, she's going to nap and get ready for a wedding. I don't want to watch that. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to do my own thing. I didn't want and, you to watch that. So it worked out perfectly for the both of us. And then she goes to the wedding, gets home at 10. I get home at like 1030. She talks to me and eats a quarter of a burrito. I was like, I'll come, I'll come. You're like, do you want part of my burrito? I'm like, no, but I'll come sit out there with you for 10 minutes. I was like, well, if I'm out here, I guess I should have some of the burrito. I'm glad you ate it because I would have eaten it. I didn't Um, need to eat it. I felt sick like all day on Sunday. Oh, not from the burrito though. Yeah. I think it was partially from the burrito at like 11 PM. It was a vegetarian burrito. I didn't even have meat. It doesn't matter. I just didn't, like, I just didn't feel right. 
Well, maybe you didn't feel right because you woke up at 5 a.m. That's true. So, yeah, I slept from, like, 11 to 5. You guys, okay, Mary has been telling me about this amazing mattress she's gotten. And I'm like, Mary, nobody cares about this mattress. Like, congratulations. No, it is a five-star mattress. It is the best mattress you've ever slept on. I'm like, okay, Mary, it's just like a mattress. You guys, it is the best mattress I've ever slept on. (laughs) It was like heaven. I literally told myself for on Saturday I was going to take a nap from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m., at 4.30, I was like, I guess I should get up. It's an amazing mattress. It's like a, it's a perfect softness. for. It's a firm mattress. Mm-hmm. But it's just like a little cloud. And you guys, I have blackout shades. Ugh. So what did it's you? just a magical space. Yeah. It was, it was lovely. Except for the train. <laughs> Except for the train. Yeah, the train is not the best part about it. But I put my headphones in. I went to bed. 5 a.m. rolled around. I got up. I took my ass to the airport. And I did day three of Coachella. Where I ran into Billy Lee in general admission beer tent. Or beer Loser. garden. And I'm like, there's this girl, right? Just like, like, oh my god, And I like look over and she's dressed in straight up like head to toe, like neon green, like lycra. And then she's thrown on a pair of um, short overalls over mm-hmm. it. And then she has like this weave and it could have rivaled Erica's 70 inch hair. Oh. And she was just was being so extra, and I was like, what is happening? I was like, why is she the one I have to see? Out of all the people. Out of all the people that were there. Like, weren't they all there? I mean, I have no idea because I was, like, running on fumes at that point. So I have no well, idea. But I was like, I, I spotted that neon green crossing guard. Well, okay. She looked Renna, like a scarecrow. Renna, Teddy, and Kyle were the chaperones. Mm-hmm. Then Stassi and went Saturday but came home Sunday to watch Game of Thrones and then Jax was there took took the PJ with Rand they took a PJ from LA to Palm Springs of course they did also like stop taking photos in front of a PJ like we get it you take a PJ everywhere no one cares right it's like that's what it's like new money like talks you know where they're like look at us on a PJ it's like ooh super cool you rode a plane for 15 minutes wow exhausting but then okay I feel like well okay Erica Jane had a party that you were actually supposed to go to I know I'm sorry I was so tired (laughs) I also have to tell you guys like we hired a private driver to like drive to shuttle us to and from the festival you guys I thought I was gonna die I thought she was going to breaking bad us and like she took us to at one point she took us to an abandoned gas station she's like I lost customers because you guys wouldn't let them in here there were 15 of us and she was mad that we wouldn't let five other people get into the van with us. Like, was it weird that we wouldn't let them? There's literally zero space. So she's, like, calling her husband. And she's like, I need you to meet me, blah, blah, blah. You need to take these people home. She drops us off. Mary, it was such a Breaking Bad moment. Like, she takes us to an abandoned parking lot gas station. Her husband's there, like, waiting in the car. And basically the cars are facing each other. So, like, the, the headlights are, like, looking at each other. And I'm like. Is this, like, Sunday, like, 1130? Yeah. No, this is at Sunday at like 1.30 a.m. And so I'm like, oh, my God, I've made it this entire fucking weekend. You've got to be kidding me. And her husband comes out, and I'm like, is that Stephen Avery? Oh, my God, no. He looks like Stephen Avery from Making a Murderer. And then I was like, oh, my God, he's going to, like, Lenny us, like, Lenny from Of Mice and Men, and we are the frickin' rabbits, and he's just going to kill us, like, one by one. Like, I, I literally thought he was just going to take a machine gun and just, like, shoot the man. Oh I God. swear, I, 
I swear to God. And then she like gets, she like switches places. She goes, and don't put it in park because it, the car doesn't work. And I'm like, what the fuck? We're in this car and the park doesn't work. He finally just, and he finally just was like, he's speeding along. And as, and also before she told him, don't speed because you've got a speeding ticket. All of our customers are yelling at us to speed. And I'm literally sitting there going, you can go to the speed limit. I'm fine. Yeah, Please like, just go get to the speed home. limit. Yeah. I just want to get home and I'd like to be alive. And so he's like speeding there. And I was just, after we got out and before he, they switched to, she's like, you need to give me the money that you owe me to pay right now. And I'm like, what? We're in like this abandoned park. It just. It was weird. Made it you was, feel uncomfortable. It was weird. And so anyways, we were, we were going to go to the party, but she showed up, she picked us up an hour and a half late on Friday. So by the time we finally got into the van, Everybody was just, like, so dead because we had been sitting there in the grass just, like, waiting for her to pick us up. Yeah. Nothing so, worse than waiting. No. So I missed Erica Jane. And you know what? Let's be honest. Probably for the best because I need to catch a flight. But. Right. True. True. But I should have gone for the story, you know? Absolutely. Next I, time. I would have done it for you guys, but. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> I'm pretty willing to go to a lot of things. Mary. To see these people. I fucking saw Rob. Okay. Mary, after 12 hours in the sun and dancing around, like you were, the last thing you want to do is like be like, okay, I need to go home. Also, mind you, I'm in like jean shorts and tennis shoes, and like we all had like matching sweatshirts because we're super lame, but also very cool. And I'm like, can you imagine 15 of us rolling up in shorts and these matching sweatshirts to like a nylon magazine party? We're like, hey guys, is an open bar? <laughs> <laughs> I was so like, we're gonna walk in like we're like a children's choir. And I was like, in my song of choice, I asked everyone to learn Shallow. Oh, how do they not know that yet? <laughs> well, I just said, guys, let's harmonize it. And I was immediately denied. Hmm. I would have been there with you. Yeah, I figured that. I would have been Lady Gaga. You would have been Bradley. Oh, oh. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> Wait, so did Lala actually go to the festival? I did not see her at the festival at all. And Britney either. I had zero. I had zero service. I had no checking of social media, so I have no idea. All I saw was Billy Lee the Scarecrow. Okay. Well, okay. I saw like Tom. Oh, I saw Ariana and Tom like in photos like today. I think James and Raquel were there. Right. It seemed like it might have been like the B Squad. Okay. I just feel like I saw Lala on the PJ, but, like, I didn't see her actually at the event. Well, you know, she's not drinking. Oh, that's true. That's true. So, and she's probably, like, hanging out with her super cool friends in the artist pass area, you know? Not even VIP. Totally. She probably got a record deal based on this week's episode. Uh-huh. So. She showed up and she was like, oh, I'm actually closing the main stage at Coachella because somebody saw my video of me actually, dancing and taking my jacket off while singing to my dad not weird <laughs> ran paid for me to be the opener at noon that no one comes to <laughs> she's like um kanye has sunday service on weekend two and i had sunday service on weekend one but apparently they didn't advertise it because nobody showed up so can anyone just go to that kanye service no you still have to have a pass oh, okay so it's in the campgrounds and in order to get in the campgrounds you still have to have your um, coachella wristband Okay. But like, you know what? Nobody's going at 9am on Sunday after listening yeah, and partying for two days straight. Yeah, that's hard. That's yeah. hard. Yeah. No, okay, thank let's, you. Let's talk about Stock. Stassi released her book this week, Basic Bitch. Um, I am... Is, is that what it's called? No. 
your next guide. Level, next, next level basic. Next level basic. Yeah. I'm telling you, my brain, I still have Coachella brain. Whew. Okay. Pulling it so together here. So what's this thing about, like, Billy Lee coming after her? So Billy Lee yesterday decides, like, so I guess that there's, like, a page six article, and they asked Stassi about Billy Lee, and she basically was saying, like, I don't like her. I don't want, like, when new people come on the show, they shouldn't expect to just be invited to everything. Like, you have to earn our trust, and we have to like you in order to, like, invite ourselves. And so, like, if I don't like you, I'm not going to invite you to things. And basically it was, like, kind of directed towards Billy Lee. Mm-hmm. And so Billy Lee decides to, like, go off on her stories about, like, Stassi, you are a white, cisgendered, privileged bitch, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm just trying to tell my story. Like, going after her, basically, about, like, God knows what. And it's like, Billy, maybe people just don't like you because you fucking suck. Yeah, no one likes you. Like, it's not because of your story. It's because you're a fucking bitch. She just doesn't fit in. I mean, they've already, they're excommunicating like James again, she's Taylor. on she's on the D squad. Yeah. Like it's like I wonder if she still does brunch with Billy. I think she does. I don't know. I mean, I think that people I actually I don't think brunch with Billy is happening anymore and I don't think see you next Tuesday happens anymore either. No, cuz it's the spicy tequila Tuesdays with Tom. Right, right. And DJ Mickey. And DJ Mickey, which is like literally but is I, DJ I'm Mickey actually the only surprised. person. I I know, mm-hmm. cute. but I'm actually surprised that Lisa, like, I wonder where she really drew the line with James. Yeah, I'm confused, too, because I feel like unless, like, Lala gets her comeuppance, like, ew, am I going to say James deserves another chance? Ew, what's wrong with me? Coachella I'm brain. just shocked because that was, like, such a big thing, and I, I really do think it makes them a lot of money, like, that... But it seems uh-huh. like she's really cut him off. Yeah, I think I think he'll be back though. I think. Well, I'm actually. I think it might depend on if they keep him on the cast next season. Yeah. Because will he be? This is this could be a good poll question for tomorrow. Would he still be a draw if he wasn't on the cast anymore? Probably not. Right? Like, would you still go to see you next Tuesday if they told you James was playing, but you never see him on Vanderpump Rules anymore? Right. Also, so Kristen officially, she posted yesterday that she's officially a homeowner now. They literally, so the only one that don't own on the A-list is Brittany and Jax and Stassi. Yeah, so uh, Kristen's house is about six minutes from Tom and Ariana's. One million dollars. It looks. I saw it on Zillow today. It's, it's cute. like a cute bungalow. It needs um, some There's, work. Yeah, it needs some cosmetic work. But it's actually. I'm kind of curious. Like, do you think that there's something? Like, why did they all decide to buy houses right now? Like, do you think there's something with their contract that was like, you need to pretend to be poor until like season eight? Or they actually have the money to to buy a house but I feel like they've had the money for a while like think about it all those appearance fees that they do like they just have to do 10 and they're probably making like between 100 and 200 300,000 dollars for appearance fees I know so it's like if they're saving all of that money well I also thought it was interesting because okay so Kristen paid a million dollars for her house mm-hmm. and wasn't I, I want to say Tom and Ariana's 
was like, how much? I want to say it was like 900,000, but, or 1.4. I don't know which way it went. Oh, no, no, no. Definitely. No, I want to say like two or I I want to say 2 million. Oh, okay. I'm going to Google it right now because I should, we should know this. Uh, Uh, But, but they have two incomes. Difference in the houses. Yeah, no, no. I, I get that. Um, because I mean, Tom and Ariana's is like move in ready, fabulous pool parties, mm-hmm. two story. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, yeah. Oh, 2.075 million. Okay. Uh, okay. Five okay. bedrooms, 5.5 baths, 4,453 square feet. And then, so we, I still haven't seen photos of Katie and Tom. Yeah. I don't think we need to. Oh, I want to. I just I actually I think Tom Schwartz is saving this season. You do? Why? I think his confessionals are freaking hilarious. Mm-hmm. I will agree I think with that. I, I am extremely attracted to him. Okay, keep it in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> He's like devilishly handsome. Did, was it the was it the James Bond accent that was really getting you going? Yeah. It was. He's like, I, I he's was like, like Randall oh Pusher, and you're like, yeah, mine. Schwartz. Schwartz. Tom, Tom Schwartz. Schwartz. And I take shots. I just, ah. I feel like out of anybody who's going to have, like, the ugliest house, it'll be Katie and Tom. I mean, if if Tom Schwartz and Ariana are making Tom Sandoval house, they're, they're probably in that range as well. Yeah, Tom Sandoval. What did I say? Schwartz. I can see them in my head. You know what? They're both Tom S's. It's hard. It is. It really is. I get it. I just want to make sure because you know if we get yelled at when we make mistakes. Schwartzy. Schwartzy. Uh huh. Um. I mean, I'm sure they're spending a lot of money. I could just see theirs like not like they're like the outside of their house. They're like, oh my god, Bubba. Wouldn't it be so cute if we painted our house black and then we just like wrote Bubba on every part of it? It'd be like real life art and then like maybe it would become like an instagrammable house and then maybe we could like charge people to take pictures here maybe like, couldn't you see that i don't think well she has a pretty bad style clothes wise yeah and i just feel like or they'd be like oh my god should we get miller light to sponsor our house <laughs> this is a miller highlight home you can rent it and drink all the miller light you want for one night and, and, like, and Tom Shorts will make out with you because he'll black out. Yeah. And like Tom and Ariana I have like a. for that. <laughs> <laughs> like Tom and Ariana have like a pool and like their house is nice. Like Katie and Tom Schwartz would have like an above ground pool and it comes with the triplets. <laughs> Tom was with the triplets this week. God. And like the triplets just sitting there in that hot tub. And like when you walk in, they're always just like, hi, Mary. Oh, my God. I'd end up hooking up with one of the triplets yeah, instead of Tom. I'd get confused. You totally would. You would be like, in the morning, you'd be like, I hooked up with shorts. And then, like, Burt, Billy, or Brandon would be like, it was me. <laughs> they'd probably hook up with two of them because they wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. And then they'd be like, hey, Mary, we got to go to our Target shift. Do you want a ride? Actually, could you give us one? We're not allowed to drive. <laughs> They're like meeting those three is like my worst nightmare. Like I feel like I get scared. I think it's your worst nightmare, but also your best dream. <laughs> like you, you, it's your worst nightmare because you're like, as soon as I meet him, I know I'm falling in love with one of them. No, they are like <laughs> I don't think their IQ is like 
that high. Well, I think their IQ is again to bring Imagine them up together to work it <laughs> to be Stephen Avery. <laughs> oh God, we're going dark. We're going dark. Okay, okay. Moving on. Find the light. Find the light. There it is. Okay. Um, let's talk about so, LVP in her blog. Okay, so did you get a chance to read it? Oh. So I know we're going to be having some controversial opinions to each other again. We can never be on the same side, and that's okay. You know, agree to disagree. If you could respect my opinion, but okay. No, I said agree to disagree. There's nothing about respect in there. I can't <laughs> do going. it. I can't do it. Anyways. <laughs> She basically says that after Kyle left her house, her, Ken, and a friend went to the polo lounge. And who was in the corner, like, cackling and and whatnot? But it was, like, Teddy, Dory, and Kyle. No. Yes. Okay. So so she was, like... I actually... I kind of died because... It, this proves the point that Beverly Hills is so small this week, like Kim and Kathy being there at I, that restaurant. I, I don't think that's just a coincidence. Oh, I, that, I, I mean, San Francisco is so small. I can't go a place without seeing someone I hooked up with. Okay, but I will say something that bothered me that Kyle was like, there's what, 12 million people in Los Angeles? I'm like, no, Kyle, there's maybe four. Yeah. 12 million people is like a lot of people, Kyle. And now, not everybody's good with numbers, but it just made me mad because I quickly Googled it and it said 4 million. Okay. So anyways, but I, so she said that and I was like, you know what, what makes me mad about that is like, I want to like Beverly Hills so much. Like they give us glitz, they give us glamour, like they live these enviable lifestyles except for Dorit. And it's like, when they do that, we just know how scripted it is and like, even, for instance, Lisa Rinna was on Watch What Happens Live this week, and Andy even asked her, like, how come you didn't mention Dorit's, um, it, that what happened in, in the Bahamas with the video and the lawsuit? Mm-hmm. And basically, mm-hmm. Rinna said, I learned last year that when I brought up, like, LVP's lawsuit that, like, I was, like, turned on real fast, so I learned not to bring it up again. So basically, they all have a pact with each other to not bring up lawsuits, which is, like, so annoying. So that's why we're stuck with Puppy Gate. Okay. What, what but wait, go back that? to the blog. Okay, but I just wanted to know what your thoughts were on that. No thoughts. Okay, back to no, the blog. No, no, no. <laughs> I have... I mean, they're all... Yeah, I mean, they're all not talking about any lawsuits. They're not talking about Mauricio's lawsuit. They're not talking right. about Eric Jane's lawsuit. So they're not going to talk about that that I thing know, either. But it just makes everything like so calculated, and it's like it it kind of takes away from the fun. I know that stuff is like dark, but I feel like everybody's so guarded that it doesn't make the show as much fun as like, for instance, like New York tonight. Like that was a great episode. Even their filler episodes like make me happier than like any good episode of Beverly Hills. Well, I thought we got pretty real with the Kavanaugh stuff. Well, yes, we'll get there. But I also that I don't. Here's something, though. I don't like when housewives bring up politics. Oh, I thought this was super interesting to listen to. Okay, we'll get into that. Okay, right. tell, tell us about LVP's blog. So okay. they all go to the polo lounge. So they all go to the polo lounge. She doesn't say anything that she, like, confronted him or anything, but she just says, like, she sees them. And then, you know, two days later, Kyle meets up with everyone, and everyone's like, oh, my goodness. Wow, that happened? I had no idea. It's like, of course everybody knew. And now, like, LVP basically says, like, yep. And then, and then she says that after Kyle did all that, she blocked her. Like, 
on her phone. Oh, oh, so she never got those messages. Yeah, so Kyle says LVP blocked her after she sent the text about Camille's bridal shower. But I'm also like... Kyle why... wouldn't know she was blocked, though. Right, who knows, but unless... No, you, you don't know. No, I know, but I'm saying unless, like, LVP, like, told Teddy to tell Kyle, you know, I'm just saying. I, I like... think what happened to LVP is she legit vanished. Like, okay. she just stopped showing up. Yeah, she's and over I wonder. It. Okay, because didn't you notice in the clip for upcoming like, this up, season? Yes, I did. Does notice. she does she open Caesars? Yeah, she opens Vanderpump. The what she opened a couple of weekends ago. Yeah, so uh-huh. I'm like, but no one else was filming, so I feel like that's going to be their way of ending the season with her because she didn't film anything. I don't think she's gone. I do. I don't think she's gone. I think that something's. I think all of these girls are going to realize. So LVP is going to sign back on. All these girls are going to be pissed, and they're going to realize how much the tide turned on all of them. And now LVP is going to be their best friend. I, none of them want to be friends with her, though. And I'm going to say something controversial. Bring it, Erica Jane. She's done. Oh, I don't think that's controversial because I am right there with you. I think. The arc of her character is gone. I mean, she doesn't the, share anything personal. The best thing that happened to her was when she got kneed in the head this week. And that we saw her for five minutes. Yeah, like, I don't want to watch rehearsals for your tour. No. I don't care, but when that guy kneed you in the head in the rehearsal, and she's like, you know, things happen in, on tour all the time. And I'm like, we wouldn't know because we don't see anything of you. And you know what? I don't really care because your glam isn't bringing it. I'm actually more... I want to see more what idiotic thing Dorit is wearing over what you're wearing now. I agree. Like, you're not... That's why I've been saying, like, Erica has been playing this friend of role where she's just, like, supporting whoever without, like, putting her feet in. And I think everybody just seems to love Erica because when she came onto the scene, she was, like, a breath of fresh air. But now she's she's giving us nothing. I agree. Uh Uh-huh. I'm with you there. Okay. Also this week... MJ and Mike's ex-wife, Jessica, from Shaw's of Sunset, they both had babies. I think that Jessica had the baby in, like, February. Oh, I didn't give that much attention to it. I just saw her post. And you know what? Good for her. Yeah, and MJ is, like, what, like, 40-something? Uh-huh, and it's so sweet. She named her son, like, um, Shams Francis or something. I think it was her dad and Tommy's dad. Cute. Yeah, very cute. Okay, before we, like, get into, like, all the shows... So there's been a lot going on on the internet in the past two days while I've been catching up. And there's the hashtag free Britney meme going around. Now, there's a podcast called Britney's Graham. And it's basically started off as these two girls who would just like analyze the Instagrams that Britney Spears would post. Have you, so you listen to it. So I, yeah, I listened to this week's one. Yeah. No. Mira, I sent it to you. The subject. I listened to the one that called the subject. No, I sent. You, I literally sent you the one today, and you told me you listened to it already. Oh, oh no! I listened to them, but an episode oh. called the subject. Okay, well, this one and that was about... released yesterday. Oh, and this, okay, so this is about yeah. the conservatorship and how it ended, and some parts of it ended. No, so this goes. This delves deeper, and basically, so. They've basically been, like, there's this one, there's also, like, it's Britney, bitch, and people have been, like, where's Britney? And then, you know, a couple weeks ago, she checked herself into a mental 
mental facility. And so what they're saying is, oh, and then they're saying, oh, but she's been in there since the week before. And so they're saying, everybody's saying that that Instagram was not posted by her. So they're saying, like, somebody on her team posted it when it said, like, me time or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And now they're saying, so somebody, at the end of the show, they always do these voicemails. And so somebody called in, left a voicemail, and said that they were a paralegal where at her attorney's office. They don't work there anymore. But basically that these people are like, that this conservatorship is like holding her captive. I, I've, that's what the subject was called. So literally it's called, she's called, Britney Spears is called the subject because. Okay, we're listening to a different one. This is literally called hashtag free Britney. No, I, I understand we're listening to different ones. Oh, okay. But the one <laughs> I listened to was all about the conservatorship. Okay. And how. They're basically, Britney's trying to get out of it and they like won't let her. Right. And they literally have all her rights. Mm -hmm. And this one person has been mismanaging the money and they got him out of it. Mm -hmm. But he's all also in it with the dad. Like it's really fucked up. Yeah. So now they've said that he actually got out because he thought things were going way too, too deep. And that he thought he'd actually like get disbarred from it. I think his name is Andrew Wallet or something like that. Yeah. And And there's another woman involved as well. Lou Taylor, maybe? Yes. Okay. I listened two weeks ago, so it's kind of foggy in my mind now. Yeah, I think you might have been listening to another one. I'm looking at their ones. There's nothing called The Subject. It's like episode 75. Yeah, it's called Hashtag Free Britney. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I'm literally looking at it right now. Wait, hang on. Hold on. Okay. I have it. That's fine. Because I listen to it. It's in my library. Okay. I mean, that's totally fine. I'm just saying what it's... It's going to bother me. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, they're Oh, basically... maybe I did listen to Cold Free. I mean, maybe I did listen to hashtag Cold Free, weren't you? <laughs> so anyways, they're basically saying, like, she's being held captive in this mental institution. She's been there for months. Like, all this stuff. It's really... Now, I don't... But she also, like, took a plane with her boyfriend to Hawaii, like, a couple weeks before. Okay. It's just all interesting. And you know what? I really hope that she's okay and that she's not being held under her will. But they're just bringing up a lot of points. Like, they're basically saying, like, you, she wasn't taking her meds. So they can't... So they basically told her, if you don't take your meds, we're canceling your residency at Vegas and we'll just blame it on my health. Like, the dad was saying that. And so she decided not to take her meds, so they canceled it. And now I'm, I mean, do you, what do you think? Do you believe it? Yeah. You do? Yeah, I do. Okay. I, Completely, actually. This is what happens to these people. It's so sad. The talent. I just think it's pretty crazy that her dad would do it. And like, where's her mom? And like, I guess her mom was like liking like some cryptic tweets and posts her mom's selling rodent in fields. Uh-huh. In Louisiana. Yeah. I just think that it, guys, take a listen if you want to give your opinion on this. It's really interesting. I hope that, I hope to God it's not the case because it sounds just horrible and I would be so sad just that she's literally like an animal in a cage. It's horrible. Like we can't have another Britney breakdown. I'm just okay. saying. And this is just, it's. It's really, it's an interesting saga, and I mean, it's kind of sad. I feel like everybody's exploiting her, but I feel like um, if anything's going to come out of it, that hopefully, you know, this has started it, I guess. We'll find out. I guess. Hashtag free Britney. 
I feel like it's a really underground co- topic of conversation as well. In what sense? Like, where's E! News? Oh, yeah. Well, this was just... Like, no one's questioning any of this. So this episode was actually just released Monday, so I think it's starting to make its rounds, like, now. I saw, like, a lot about it today. So, and I don't know, maybe E! News, like, maybe, like, the bigger publications, like, don't touch it. Who knows? Who knows? I'm. I, it'll be interesting because, yeah, it'll be interesting. Shall, okay. we, shall we talk about our ad of the week? Yes. Lulu Simon Studio. Guys, I have to say, I ordered some sweatshirts for my crew for Coachella this past weekend, and I went through Lulu Simon Studio. They were amazing they're always like so fast with everything they were so great um and i just i'm very thankful that they are a sponsor of our show uh lulusimonstudio.com and they have the cutest sweatshirts i'm again always raving about their crew neck sweatshirts i just love like an oversized crew neck i can come home you know take your bra off relax and throw on a sweatshirt and i just feel like i'm home in it and they always have new stuff like Uh They have a new shirt that says the great indoors, mm-hmm. but does that come in black, which I want everything in black. <laughs> um, another one I'm doing what I want now. <laughs> the delivery on that was, <laughs> wait, they also have this new cute. It's like white and it says I D G A F. I don't give a fuck sweatshirt. It's like a little Ooh. crop hoodie sweatshirt, but like doesn't show you your belly button. Love this it. other one, always tired. So cute. So cute. So comfy. Mm-hmm. And it's a, women, uh, a women's company in the Bay Area. That's why I love them. Guys, go to Lulu Simon Studio, L-U-L-U-S-I-M-O-N studio.com and use the code TJG20 for 20% off. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend. I mean, my Saturday mornings are spent in my Lulu Simon sweatshirts with my Lulu Simon coffee mug, and I feel like I'm a legit ad walking ad for them. But I tell everybody, I love it so much. Like I had guys in my group, and all the guys were like, "Wait, this is like the comfiest sweatshirt ever." So it's for everybody. I'm bringing some apparel to Mexico. Oh yeah, like the spicy margarita shirt. Ooh, that'll be fun. Ay 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 ay. Okay, shall we uh, jump into VPR? Okay. Okay. Not spent. This wasn't my favorite episode. It's it's losing its. It's like I I feel like I'm always so negative about these shows, but it's like it's losing its luster a little bit. Like we start off basically. First off, if I have to hear Sheena yell "corner." Corner because corner. she had to do that at Chili's, which I'm like, Sheena, when did you work at Chili's? I kind of died. Like, do you, I don't you picture her at 16, like, yes, we're wearing the Chili's, like a short skirt and like showing off her boobs to try to get extra tips and be like, ha ha ha, 42069. Can I also, I also need to clarify the post that we made about the tweet today was not really by Sheena. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, how did the world work out so perfectly? And I was like, wait, it doesn't. The last hashtag literally says, hashtag, this is a fake tweet. And now I've seen all these, like, all these Bravo groups, like, people have sent me, like, Reddit posts or whatever that people have taken this and said, like, look what Sheena said. And they're like, you know, they've cropped us out of it because it's like, they're like not going to give two judgy girls credit. You know, they're just going to be like, oh, this is from Sheena. (laughs) So I'm like, you guys are all dumb 
I love it. <laughs> it wasn't like I just I took the original quote and I put it on Sheena because I feel like that's just so Sheena. So Sheena. So Sheena. So it's like, oh my god, if we got married on four twenty and fifty years, it'd be four twenty sixty nine as our anniversary. Yeah, rock on tongues out. Eh. <laughs> And I like how you wrote the forever and the V is like, because I just imagined her like sticking out her tongue into the V. (laughs) It's just so funny. Like it just made me laugh so hard because I was like, oh no, I I didn't make it very obvious. I thought I did with the hashtag. This is a fake tweet. That's okay. Who cares? But, but it didn't work. But anyways, I was like laughing because I'm like, when, like literally when did she, Sheena had to have worked at Chili's when she lived in Azusa. When her and Shay were high school sweethearts, and that was, like, year six of them dating, but, like, really year 12 because she took some time off to fuck some other people, but, like, always Shay was in her heart. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Did she think about Rob on her wedding day? Maybe. Maybe. For seven minutes. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) But, okay, so Katie, though, Katie, it's like... We want to like you. You make it very difficult. Like, you basically said, I wanted to prove I could take James down. That's it. I didn't really care about your business. When she was talking to Lisa. Right, 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 right. Mm -hmm. She's like, well, I, like, just, I just want to go girl nights, like, maybe once a month, but not even once a month. I just wanted to prove to James that, like, we would beat him, and I did, so, like, I'm done. Mm -hmm. And, like, I'm just, like, busy because I don't know if you heard. I have a blog. It's called Pucker and Pout. Nobody knows about it, but it's going to take off. That's, like, dead. It was dead on arrival. <laughs> it was never going to be anything more than just, you know, a kickoff party on Vanderpump Rules season two. I did like the, like, Bonnie and Clyde moment between her and her bubba driving him to the bank. I thought she looked kind of cute with the hat on. You, you really jumped far. No, I just am just saying because I'm talking about Katie. Oh. I just I thought that was kind of like a cute moment. Yeah, except when he was like, "Oh, you want to like have sex?" First off, I'd be like, "Yeah." I know he's so hot. No, I just no. Oh, not even because of him. I was thinking just on top of the money. Oh yeah, that turns you on. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you see my track record with people I date, for sure, (laughs) they don't have to be lookers. But I also thought he, like, made some good points. Like, I get paranoid like that. He's like, what if, like, the bank teller told someone I took out 50K and and they're going to come and get us and I get jumped? Yeah, it's like, well, Tom, you could look through your yellow frame friend's peephole. Oh, wait, it's not even over the peephole. (laughs) Oh, well, you know what? You're done for. But also, I feel that, like, he got dollar bills and it was really just like, and it was really just like $500. No, he got $50,000 does not look like a money, lot of money, so he got them in $5 bills. <laughs> the name is Schultz. Tom Schultz. And I take my Schultz hat. <laughs> not whole. And, and him peeing with the, with the <laughs> suitcase on, like with the handcuffs? Just what a dummy. And then I thought it was weird that, like, he's like, and then LVP says, well done, Schultzy. And then I sleep with an Eastern European woman. I was like, wait, what? Like, what's that part of the story? I feel like he started saying, and he's like, and then I get to sleep with, and he's like, think of something quick, because that's very inappropriate. You know that the editors are going to show it regardless. He's like, hey, I get to sleep with Eastern European. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So 
let's re- let's go back. Rewind. Rewind. So we come in. So remember how Gene. when you were a kid and you played hot crust buns on your recorder, and you're like, when will I ever play this again? And then Tom's like, well, if you're in Mexico and you buy a dick flute, you can bring it back with you and use your lessons from when you were in third grade playing that recorder. Literally. That's when they were learned the recorder third grade. Uh-huh. No, right. We have, we have a role in my classroom and all to play it in the classroom. <laughs> in the music room. So James comes over to Tom and Ariana's, and he's like, how was Mexico? And they're like, it was awful. And just James' like portrayal of what he thought it would be like was like Which cracking was me up. Hilarious. He's like, Tom, Tom and Katie are probably fighting like, the, like a fat old married couple. Like Kristen is just being annoying at dinner. <laughs> like, no thanks. And I was like, eh, that's pretty accurate. I wanted be- to hear more. Yeah. I wanted to hear more from him. Do you do you like the Ariana and Kristen friendship? I don't know how that could ever even happen. I literally can't even imagine that. Being, I lo- I love it. Being friends with someone that I'm so territorial. I'm such a Scorpio. <laughs> a Scorpio. Even if I like haven't dated someone in years, I'm like, oh, they got married. Jesus. <laughs> I haven't talked to them in seven years, and I can't believe they forgot about me. I mean, I wonder, though, if it's because she was, like, dating Carter, and then she, like, watches Tom shave his face, and she's like, I don't need that anymore. I feel like Tom, like, he's a pretty good boyfriend, though. He is, but only to, like, people. He would pack everything for you. You wouldn't have to pack Flatiron. You could borrow his hats. You'd probably fit into his belts as well. I, I, I think his pants would be too small for me. They would be for me, for yeah. sure. Like, we couldn't share clothes. Like, I'd have to, unless it was, like, his oversized stuff, which would just fit me normally. He's like, oh! He's like, oh, try try my extra large, like, long, long shirt on. It's, like, really cool. I'm like, oh, it's a crop top. <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did like the way that um, she came and, like, picked her up for the date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, knocking on the ghosts of apartments past, and she was like, felt like she was sitting with the dad. <laughs> I like their friendship, though. I like that Ariana is letting all of these people in now. Yeah, she's think, like let down her guard. Yeah, for sure. And I think that, and I think you know, one of the things that she like hated about Stassi was that she thought Stassi was like so privileged, and I think that Bo is kind of like taking Stassi down a notch. Absolutely. In the sense of, like, minus her, like, you know, going, attacking him and everything. But I think she's just, like, a lot calmer. It's, like, not so much on edge. So, like, pe- she gets along with people more because she's actually happy. Totally. And I like the Ariana and Stassi friendship. But I've said that before. Okay, but let's talk about, like, James's meltdown. Um, which one? He, he melts down with Ariana and Tom. And, and basically... Like, it comes back to, like, nobody's going to come to his party. And then he's like, whatever. This is, like, this is the end of me. I'm leaving. Bye. And then he leaves. And then he comes back in (laughs) three minutes later. He's like, this is bullshit. You know what? Everyone's excluding me. Like, I have different standards. And, and like, I'm not going to, like, lay on my back and say sorry like a frozen dog. (laughs) What? But I love how he like came back. He's like, no, you know what? Uh, fine, bye, guys. And then he like rolls back in three seconds. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. 
He's I'll like, you guys are supposed like you were supposed to follow me. You didn't follow me. Right. <laughs> no, James, don't leave. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> well, actually, you could. The last leave. season. Bye. Yeah, I think, and that's like clearly, like that's what the big deal is, right? But again, I don't understand why we can't ship him off to Vegas. Yeah. I think if he was shipped off to Vegas where he was, like, the kingpin, like, he would be a different James. I agree. And, like, break up with Raquel because even anyone with two eyes can see it's not going to work out. This puppy party? Ugh. It's beyond weird. Can like, we, let's, let's Raquel's talk mom. So Raquel and her mom talk exactly the same. So, but didn't someone tell us that that's not really her birth mother, but that's her aunt that adopted her? What? Oh, did I make this story up? I All I know is that her real name is Rachel. I think I read a DM one time that said that that's not really her birth mom, but like her aunt raised her. Chew. Excuse me. Um... Oh. Maybe. I don't know. I, but, like, puppies are, like, a big commitment. They're, like, basically, like, having a baby. And, that's, and like, yeah. James is going to have one down the road. Like, uh-huh. he's going to get pregnant for me just like Tom Tom Standable is going to get pregnant for Ariana. And, like, they're going to be the pregnancy pack together as men. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, and James could have down the road. Uh-huh. I met man James. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. God, let's try to pin the tail on the puppy. Did you see? I drew it. I'm an artist. Do you want to say that let's pay Pooh the, the bag toss poo and with real poo? Yeah, what was that? Like, what? And then, like, like, did they go? Like, do they not pick up their dog's poo on a daily basis? Like, they live in an apartment complex. Like, or do and they, they and they just it keep it in then... a bag at the door? Oh, no, it was really weird. Or maybe it's their own poo. You know, poop in a bag is fine as long as you're near a dog. Also, update, we got a lot of stories, DMs, about people pooing in dressing rooms. Oh, my God. Last week. Oh, my God. I was dying with how many people were telling us. I was like, God, humans are disgusting. Common thing. Common thing. People are so gross. But Why? That was, that was a side note. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So, yeah, we see Laura, who's super quirky, hitting on Peter. She's like, you're handsome. Did you also notice, too, that at one point, Sheena was sitting on the couch. Peter was sitting on, like, the top of the couch, and he was, like, giving her a back rub. Oh, I did not notice that. I I could see that. They probably hooked up. I was like, what is happening? This is, and then Adam was there, and I'm like, what, uh, 42069, what's, what? Menage a like, 42069-3, what are we doing? Should we go to Marina Del Rey? I don't know. I'm so confused. Just put on the cone of shame. Yeah. Yeah. But that was like, everybody at that party was so the B squad that I was like, I am not interested in being here. No. Not at all. Okay, let's go back to Lala's recording. So I want to talk, I thought that Kristen and Ariana, like, I actually got very teary-eyed when when um, basically Kristen, like, you know, apologized for what happened five years back about, you know, going after her the night her dad, like, had passed away and all that stuff. And I was like, this is so crazy just how far we've come. And, like, I – Kristen's really grown. Right. 
And I, I like that they've been showing this side of them. And then when everybody showed up at Lala's thing, and they're all so supportive of Lala, and I'm like, this is just the weirdest performance. Got me feeling like I'm feeling you, like I'm feeling you, like I'm feeling you. Right, and she didn't even sing that. And she was only performing two songs, and she had like a full band. And she's like, oh, thank God for Ran for paying for all this. Yeah, he's like, Ran took his kids to the Bahamas, and like, I couldn't get mad because he still paid for this. I'm like, how is he paying for this? This guy has to have debt. I completely agree. Like, I think he's just living. Well, on he only cards. wears one black shirt. Oh God, is it gray now because he's washed it so many times? <laughs> he uses Tide, so it's fine. Oh my God, I mean gross i guess like he has his his double chin that he can hide things in why doesn't he get that what britney got done i want that too bitch i want that too because you know what i feel like he like flaunts his disgustingness now stick with me he's like i don't have to lose weight i don't have to even look good because i can i have money and i can get whoever the fuck i want i mean it's kind of true and when she pisses me off, I'm going to take her Range Rover and her Gucci slides and give it to the next girl. Mm-hmm. Hoopies number two, get on over. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, he has the power. Uh-huh, and it's gross. Yeah. And he just, and then they have sex, and he just drips sweat all He'll over stop. her. Okay. And then he fills a baby bottle with it, and then that's how she goes to bed. Ew. That was, like, too far for me. Almost as far as Maybe when... not far enough. No, that was far enough. Okay, okay. And, like, when I had to hear about Jax talking about his solid poo, that he had had a solid poo since Mexico. Oh, can we talk about how much of a fucking gaslighter he still is in that therapy session? It made me so infuriated when I was like, you know what? I was I was like, wow, Jax, maybe Jax really has changed a little bit. Like, he just seems like he's in a better place, like, you know, that he really loves Britney. And then they sit in that therapy session, and I'm like, fuck this guy. He's blaming her for losing his car keys. And he's like, it's not like I'm yelling at her. I'm just screaming, where are my car keys, you stupid fucking Kentucky muffin bitch? Like, that's what I feel like he does. Like, he's like, God damn it, let me lick your feet or else I'll kick you out of the fucking house and I'll kill your dogs and put their heads on the wall. And it's like, he's like, it's not at her. I'm just upset. Wait, speaking about talking about the dogs on the wall, that's taxidermy, which the, the fish thing was real from last week as well. Oh, yes. No, somebody <laughs> told us. you don't. It's not the actual fish. They do oh, a replica of it. Right. Uh-huh. Just, we're just following up on last week's uh-huh. podcast. Guys. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, yeah. okay. He legitimately, this is how, like, so much of a narcissist, sociopath he is. He thinks because he cheated on Brittany, he has made her stronger. Uh-huh. And not and just he, against he him. He legitimately is like, I have helped her because she has found her voice now. And she can yell back at me. So we're pretty much equal. And because I cheated, I made our relationship stronger. That's what what he has twisted in his mind to think. And then when she was like, you know, sometimes when he's an hour late, I get really worried. And he's like, this is the first I've ever heard of it. I'm like, yeah, because she's afraid you're going to fucking hit her upside the head. If she says something like you were an emotionally abusive. Yeah, he's never touched her. Yeah. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online 
you'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. I used to be one of those people who thought they didn't have time to prioritize wellness, but I recently came across Aloe Moves and now my whole mindset has changed. The app makes it super easy to keep a wellness routine and keep you on track. They have everything in one place. There's yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, and so much more. They have everything from beginners to advanced. Aloe Moves has a, a flow classes that will fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending what you're feeling that day. And if you're trying to get in a good sweat, they have award-winning workout classes from sweat-inducing yoga flows, HIIT classes, or Reformer Pilates workouts with or without weights. Those HIIT classes are a challenge, but I also love that I can decide if I want to do, um, a 10-minute class, a 20-minute class. I like to do like three 10-minute classes. They go by super fast and all of a sudden it's like, wait, I've done 30 minutes of working out. They also have um, a lot of things for stress relief, meditations, affirmations, face yoga, dry brushing, journaling, just getting you to have a quiet moment to yourself. And when it comes to sleep, it's just as important as fitness and nutrition. Um, ever since I watched The Art of Sleep on Aloe Moves, I'm falling asleep faster and staying asleep longer. I can't recommend Aloe Moves enough. It's so much in one place. Also obsessed with the healthy recipes. Um, unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use code TJG for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com code TJG, alomoves.com code TJG. You guys need to check out this brand. It's called Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y. It is all designed in Canada. And these products are truly made to enhance any space and provide a source of comfort. It is really that thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living at a very affordable price. Cozy products are affordable, allowing Americans to purchase high quality products at a very fair price. Um, they offer great value to its customers, and it's a direct-to-consumer business structure. Also, their customer service is exceptional. It's created around the customers from product design to assembly. Cozy offers an effortless shopping experience to make people feel supported. So you can see the product in your space in augmented reality, and you can customize the product to your taste. Um, also, you can like add on modules to your sofa. So like if you're an apartment and then you like move to the burbs and you have your dream house and you need to add onto your couch, you can do that with Cozy. The delivery is fast and free and the assembly is truly a breeze and the products are carefully designed for durability. Transparent your living space today with Cozy. Visit cozey.com and start customizing your furniture. 
I love it. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. Visit cozy.com now. I'm so mad I didn't know about Quince a long time ago. It's Q-U-I-N-C-E. It is beautiful, luxurious items for the right price. You can get a 100% cashmere sweater for $50. Beautiful, wears well, I'm obsessed, has many different colors like camel, black, grays, gorgeous, gorgeous stuff. Also, you guys, they have 14 karat gold jewelry. I'm obsessed. I wear their puffer jacket. I wear their linens. Their linens are beautiful. They also even have sheets. Um, the best part is all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. It's like Jenny K vibes for my wallet. Um, they partner directly with um, top factories and Quince cuts the cost out with the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And literally you need to start shopping there. It's, it's luxury, unbeatable prices. You can indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash judgy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash judgy to get free shipping in 365 day returns. I mean, this is like, if you want to elevate your wardrobe and you can get a whole new wardrobe for an affordable price with Quince, basic, beautiful stuff. Um, I can't recommend them enough. Go to quince.com slash judgy. If there was an overachieving credit card that helps you build credit, this would be it. And when your credit's good, your future is good. You guys have to check out the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. This was on Salt Lake City in the Bahamas. Monica was using it. There is no annual fee interest or credit check to get started. You are building credit using your own money. And by the way, you can get a checking account too. There's a lot of um, benefits. You can get paid up to two days early with your direct deposit. If you open up a qualifying direct deposit, you can access your money sooner. They even have a fee-free overdraft. It's called Spot Me. So you can overdraft up to $200 without fees with the Spot Me when you set up your qualifying direct deposit. You just set up the qualifying direct deposit, sign up for the spot me and chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. They have access to 60,000 plus um, fee-free ATMs. That is more than the top three national banks combined. So start building your credit, open a Chime checking account with at least a $200 qualifying direct deposit to get started. Get started at chime.com slash judgy. That's chime.com slash judgy. The Chime credit card Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bank Corp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA member of FDIC. Out of network ATM withdrawals and over the counter advance fees may apply. Call 1 844 244 6363 for details. Late payments may negatively impact your credit score. Results may vary. Early access to direct deposit funds depend on your payer. Spot me. Eligibility requirements and overdraft limits do apply. Oh wow! I, I know that was dark, but I, I think in like a drunken fury that they've like totally Some gotten pushing. 
Yes, because she, like, attacked him one time, and, like, I could see him just, like, pushing her super hard back. Like, she might, like, start it, but I feel like he'd be the person to finish it. But I also want to say, too, they're talking about how their engagement party is on a Tuesday. I know. I noticed that as well. So James' that, puppy like, party is on the a Thursday. Jack's the price rate. Who the fuck they is don't work. This is their t- job. I know, but you're telling me none of the other people they're inviting have shit to do? Like, we know Maymaw doesn't because Brittany's buying her flight and she's super excited. But, like... Will there be beer cheese at the as an appetizer? Uh, yeah, Maymaw's going to make it. I think she will. Uh-huh. I think she'll come through for us. But it's, like, infuriating that these assholes just have a Tuesday. Like, I, if I ever did that, my parents would be like, are you fucking kidding me? I mean, nobody, nobody else could do that. No, but it's also like all their parents, like, come on, people still work. Like their parents don't work. Well, Jackson invite his mom. Cause you know, she's a bitch. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's weird. It's also like, if I mean, is- if it was a Tuesday in the summer, I'm there. <laughs> Did you hear that, and, Brittany? And also like, you'd be surprised. Like I get off work rather early. And there's so many people out in the world. And that's what I think all summer long. I'm like, what's your job? There's <laughs> so many people out there. I mean, I do wonder. When I used to do hair and I'd have Mondays off, I'd go, like, hike at Redden Canyon. And I couldn't find parking. I'm like, what are you people all doing here on a school on a work day? They're, like, firemen, cops, Actors. nurses. Don't work. Yeah. L.A. life. They're like, I'm a server. Well, here we go. Back full circle. They are servers. Okay, so I did think it was kind of sweet that Lala dedicated the song to Jackson Ariana. Eh. And, you know, then she said she wouldn't be the person today without her dad. And I thought she looked really pretty. Like, I liked the dark hair, and she was wearing more makeup. I thought that was a really pretty look. The outfit I could have done without. I mean, was she wearing, like, her dad's old suit? I was going to ask that. No, I don't think it was. I think it was I don't, called no. fashion. Right. No, I'm sure it was. But it was like, I feel like that was the look she was going for. Like, oh, I'm daddy's little girl dressing up in a suit and a sexy bra. <laughs> how, okay. many people, how many record labels called her after that? Zero. Zero. Rand's cold calling them all. <laughs> Rand's like, I could get you, like Mark Wahlberg could send you a video that says hi if you give um, my girlfriend Hoopies a deal. And they're like, oh, really? And then he just fakes it. He's like, hi. They're like, oh, Mark. Lala, you get a 10-record deal. He's cute, too. Mark Wahlberg? Yeah. He's a nice Catholic boy. Yeah, who, like, beat somebody's face when he was 15, but whatever. I don't remember that. Well, Well, probably before, you know, you were born, but whatever. Anyways, look it up. It's on his record. He tried to get it expunged. He couldn't. Okay, let's talk about... Uh, then, then Lala kind of goes into, like, she gets anxiety and it's driven by alcohol and how she needs to do a lifestyle change. So can we just admit making, that alcohol is code for uh, something else? She's making an adult decision not to drink. No, I think that's great, like, if if she truly feels that. and I just, as a professional doctor, just kidding, mm-hmm. as somebody with no medical degree and just an opinion... Uh, I 100% think it's due to drugs, whether it's like Adderall, Molly, cocaine, whatever it is that she's doing. I think she's, even if it's like just a prescription that she has and she's abusing it, like, I do not think this is alcohol related. 
Okay. Thoughts? Fair, fair statement. I just, I, I just think that there's the Adderall use between all of them at the very least is so rampant that I just don't, don't think that it's actual alcohol. And Sheena's not that good of an actress. So like when she's like, oh, yeah. She's like, well, at least you have your period and no babies. <laughs> Four twenty sixty nine. She's like, did I mention I'm freezing my eggs? Have you heard? I'm freezing my eggs. My eggs, they're frozen. And you can't crack it because I don't want them scrambled. <laughs> I made an egg joke. Do you think she cried like Tinsley did when she saw her eggs? No, because she was probably like, oh my God, it was so high because I smoke weed. I could see her accidentally getting pregnant though. She posted. You mean accidentally, a... or she poked a needle through the condom? Both. I'm gonna go with the latter, but okay. Uh, she posted a picture at Coachella with um, Bachelor Robbie uh-huh. this weekend, and well, she's wearing like chaps, assless chaps. I saw that. Yeah. Okay. But I, I do feel like she's gonna get pregnant soon. I just have this feeling. Um, wait. Oh, trap, also... trap someone. I can't believe she yeah. trap Rob. Uh, he's, he probably only put it in her butt. Maybe. Wait, also something that I wanted to mention. When they were talking, Brittany and Jax were talking about the wedding stuff, and she held up a B and a J, and I was like... Blowjob? Yes. That's like BHJ, bubble bath, blowjob. Yeah, I mean, bubble bath. Bubble bath, handjob. Yes, but I just saw that, and Jax was... You know the first time he saw that, he was probably like, Oh, Brittany, blowjob. <laughs> Give me one now, bitch, on your knees. I feel like, right? You're just getting pretty dark for me today. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. It makes me sad. Oh, okay. So can we okay, talk about talk the about Oracle? Amanda, Amanda Yates Garcia and clearing your system. Mm-hmm. I wanted to tell Stassi, so there's not a demon inside you. You just are a demon. I'm the devil and don't you forget it. I- that was episode one. That was the first scene they ever filmed. Yeah. And I love her for it. I mean, I liked, I thought this was pretty interesting. I noticed how they um, zoomed in on some penis figure the woman had. I was like, okay, a dick flew, a penis figure, a penis with angel wings on it. Like, what's happening? Well, they're just getting out a demonic spirit that is possessing her. Maybe it's the poison she, from Joe she Gorga. Called- in that spirit to protect her but you don't need it anymore because you found the man you love Mm -hmm. and you know she just feels hot and dark and angry and i just want the spirit to leave me and then it went out of her Mm -hmm. and she was on a super mario cloud the circle was cast Mm -hmm. and lighter i mean she's a badass version of herself i mean now would i mess with that myself like would i do that sure if it was free it was inspiring yeah (laughs) i mean i saw i saw a psychic i would say a medium like tell me what's up but only tell me the good things i loved the like roni the roni are we done are we done with um yeah bye let's go to roni because i just want to bring up the when dorinda and Bethany. Bethany go on a walk, and she's like, on a, on a power walk in Uggs. Yes, uh-huh. she's like, you, you, I gotta show you what happens. Like, look at this note. And I wish they zoomed in on the note. I really wanted to see the note, or they did a flashback to the note. Yeah. And it said, "Wow, you look spectacular. You are amazing as always." D. So, what do you think about that? I 
I thought it was crazy. I mean, I don't know what to think of it. I think that people are always... It's like the Dorinda seeing a red balloon and thinking it's Richard. Like, I think when people pass away, we are always... You know, if they were somebody that we, like, loved in our lives, like, we're always kind of, like, looking for these signs. Totally. So... And you're more aware. You're more right. aware when it first happens. Totally. And I think that if that gives her solace, then, like, great. Let's say that that was from Dennis, you know? Like, I don't know. But it's like... What are we even talking about Dennis for? Hello, Russ. Hello. Oh, my gosh. Russ looks like Jason Hoppy, though. I don't see that. And Russ also had to wear booties in her house. I'm like, seriously, Bethany? You know, when your workers wear booties? Come I on. I also had a question. Did we not have the Nutcracker party in that house last year? I think she moves constantly. Oh. I thought that we had had the Nutcracker party there. So when she was like, this is the first time people have been here. I was like, what? I think it's this, this house seems bigger, but it's always like the same aesthetic, like modern casual. It's like modern farmhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's scroll back though. Let's go back. You don't touch the motherfucking Morgan letters. That the whole thing was just wild, but what I love, Bethany literally said what we always say about this cast. These girls can fight and then they can get fucked up together and they can just move on and have a great time. Well, also it was like, Sonia had just drank in way too much. She was completely possessed. She went into her like downward spiral of like, she will never get over. Like she mourns the loss of me and a Morgan. She will never get over not being a Morgan. It's actually, I think quite shocking. I think she's like made such a name for herself in New York as being the person that she portrayed as the Berkshires. And she's a mess, a sloppy mess. And did you no see her story to today? Her story tonight, she's wearing a ridiculous wig. She's sitting... The wigs have to stop with her. Yeah, but... They really do. But this is even worse. Like, this is like... It okay. is, it's like a Kim Zolciak season one Real Housewives of Atlanta style wig. Mm-hmm. Like, synthetic. Like, not good. She's in silk pajamas, sitting on her toilet, and she is trying to shill shit. Like, probiotics. Like, as somebody text, messaged us, hashtag shit sells. And then in the behind her are her towels with her, like, with the Morgan letters that you can't touch. Yeah. I mean, and then I love, they're like, they're fake fucking letters, not even real letters. Yeah. When, like, the whole thing was, like, just crazy. I mean, Bethany. But also, oh, sorry, sorry. No, I was just going to say, Bethany really calmed her down. They, like, hold Bethany on such a pedestal. I think Sonia's just like, oh, my friend's helping me. Be really cares about me and whatever she says goes. So I'll just go along with it. It's fine. The letters were faked up. But Barbara, if you try to hook up with Bethany, you're done. I will punch your face in. Oh, yeah. And it was like, she's like, I don't want to hook up with Bethany because I'm, like, in love with her. She's like, I I mean, I, I just kind of I would. Yeah. She's like, I could live a really nice life at Bethany's house with Bryn. No, and here's the thing. Like, this week, like, I thought Bethany was, like, so likable. She was likable in the Berkshires because she let loose and mm-hmm. was, like, she 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 needed a let loose night. She needed Sonia to be, like, whatever, swimming on a pool table. Mm-hmm. They, like, the scissoring, the pool. 
pool float. Like she needed dancing. to be wasted, but be around people who were more wasted than her. So she still looked normal, but she could still let loose. And then like when she was like, they had that dinner party too. She could like, because she was in her own environment, she could control things that she felt like more calm in a sense. Like she made like this. I was like, oh, this is the Bethany I like. I don't want crying Bethany. I don't want like, like Bethany would do really well to smoke some weed. I completely agree with that. And give her some gummies. Mm-hmm. It's illegal here. Come on over to California. Mm-hmm. Have an edible. Chill the fuck out. Like, and then that's like when she's like really likable. Like when it's not just like always all about her. Also, like, I just forget how much money she has. Like, her apartment was humongous. She mm-hmm. just came home from a facial. She was getting her hair and makeup done plus an IV and like just like think about her I just always think about that scene where she made dinner for that bald for man for Jason number one Jason number one and she was trying desperately to move in with him and he mm-hmm. kept on just saying let's talk about this later mm-hmm. she let's really has come far later. like she couldn't even pay for her apartment no she was and like look at her now remember she was on The Apprentice the Martha Stewart version yeah like, that's where she started out as. Like, that was when her jaw was square. And she was, like, she made her money in her 40s. Yeah. Now I, have I hope, you guys. There's hope for me. Mm-hmm. Now, I also want to mention, because we can't just skip over this, Ramona decided to go change into a negligee. Full-on wearing lingerie. It's like, lifted up. They're like, what's under that? Lifted up, lifted her ass, and I was like, damn, her ass her looks ass- great. Her ass did look good. Like Those, she you looks could see great. the muscles. Yeah, like she looked great. And I was like, I have no idea what's going on, but I need more of this. I was sad that we had to see that on Bethany's Insta stories months ago. Because could you imagine watching that unfold tonight? And I, I was sad. I Maybe she took, I think she did document it because the cameras were down. Yeah, like I think they, it looks like they went out. Did you no, think that? Oh, I no, thought no, they no. went out to a club or something. No, 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 no. Oh. Because, in Dorinda's house. Oh, because it looks like think a summer house. Cameras... Oh, it looks like summer house style. You know, like summer house when they go out, they're not allowed to re- record. Like you can't record anywhere in the Hamptons apparently in summer house. Oh, okay. And so I thought that that was like the same thing that they had gone out. No. Oh, okay. Never mind. Okay. I love that even more. Do you think that Lou was drinking? I thought she kind of looked buzzed in the stories. I, I, I agree. I agree. But I don't think Bethany would have let her do that. I think, but I don't think she was doing it in their face. Mm-hmm. Like, remember she, when Kim Richards would maybe, go do meth I in mean, the bathroom? Maybe she, like, got high. Or, like, was doing coke or something? No, I don't want to go that far. Okay. So she was, she was eating the edibles. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it was like Sonia farting. She was on the pool table. She was humping the vampire. She was all over the place. Like, it was wild. Completely. It was wild. Okay. I got all teary-eyed when we learned that Coco was 16. One year left. One year left. And when, Be- and when Ramona said that, she's like, I just want to spend all my time with her. And I was like, oh, my God. No. Coco can't die. We've said this before. Like, Cookie to Boo Boo was hard enough. I know. 
She doesn't have Avery anymore. She's going to get Mario next week. Mario. He for sure hooks up with him. I rubbed my cream on his face. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Well, Slash, I don't know if I want to know what that means. But Lou is like, Lou has 0% self-awareness. She's like, let B be upset. I don't give a shit. And when she was like, uh, and Sonia was like, Lou, like, come on. She got you a lawyer. She, she got me a lawyer. She's like, what lawyer? And it's like, are you oh. fucking kidding? She's like, oh, yeah. She, she, she got me in rehab, too. What's the big deal? And then it was like Ramona doing like her wow, Bethany, wow. And she was like, wow, Luann, wow. Like, and then she's in the confessional and she's like, the, yeah, Lou, that's not cool. Yeah, not she, cool. She had, she had, when you were on your flat drunk ass, you're just not being cool. Yeah. Not well, cool. What did wow. she say? She said like on her drunk ass. She's like on her flat drunk ass. Like she had to like really, really give us those adjectives. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Like, Luann, why would you try to go up against Bethany? But then she got really snotty, too, and started doing, like, a weird voice. Like, let's make Bethany happen. Bethany, Bethany, Bethany. Like, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. I know, but I'm like, Bethany is not the one you go against. Like, haven't they learned anything? And and especially, Lou, she really did help you. Like, in a time of need, got you the right lawyer, got you into rehab, which you left early, like... Yeah, she, she was very she much done a friend. Was solid. Yeah, and it's like Lou, this needs to be your redemption season. Like you on your high horse, fine, I'll watch it, but you're being a bitch. Like you should be like, oh my god, I've fallen from grace. I'm just working on myself, which I think is what she thinks she's portraying. But she's she's, she's bitter. She's yeah, she's just like the worst. And it's like you know what? If if somebody if somebody's like being bad, like if Dorinda is gonna be bad, like Dorinda had a bad season, like when. Like, Pete, your true colors will shine. Like, stop it. Be thankful for what happened, like, that you have good friends around you. And then, like, have a redemption season. Like, I want you, like, you're making me want you to be a friend of again. I completely agree. I think she's going to have a rough reunion. I thought the the Tinsley-Luann lunch was pretty weird. Well, so this is why I kind of think that Luann was drinking at the Berkshires. Because I felt oh. like I felt like this conversation just is like Lou's been an al- uh, you know a quote unquote alcoholic for like a few years now, mm-hmm. and so the fact that it's like really hitting Tinsley is like I almost felt like it was like okay Lou said like oh I can have a drink in the Berkshires I'll be fine and so it pissed Tinsley off because she was like this is how my dad died. Okay. What are I, your thoughts? I you definitely just convinced me right there. Okay. No, um, I mean, obviously, this well, is all Tins- alleged. Because Tinsley's like, why, or also, like, why do we have to walk on eggshells around you? Like, you, like, you know, he chose the drink over us, and she's angry at her dad for that. And and she also doesn't understand. She's like, he didn't die from, like, alcohol-related things. I'm like, well, yeah, he did. He fell down the stairs and hit his head really bad because he was drunk. Yeah, it's... It's interesting because Tinsley is very much like how Carol was kind of stunted when her husband passed away. Like Tinsley's almost in that role too. Like she just, you know, and so it was like, that's why I was like, Lou must have been drinking because she was like very angry at that. Like where she was like, I refuse to like let you get away with this. And she's like, if you were allergic to peanuts, you know, you wouldn't eat the peanuts. And it's like, well, Tinsley, 
what alcoholism is, is like, it's not that you can't eat the peanuts. It's that it's the compulsion to want to eat the peanuts, even though you know it would kill you. Right. Like, that's what you, like, have to understand. And I would, I think, you know, if that's going to be the storyline, that Lou would, like, get a good piece of grace there if she took Tinsley to an Al-Anon meeting. It will be interesting if they follow up on that. And I also liked on, like, Lou's confessional, she's finally being honest. And, like, every day is literally a struggle. And, like, it's such a hard habit to kick. Like, yeah, like, they're at lunch right now. I'm sure she wants a glass of wine. Like, and, oh, my God, being around all those drunk people, it's the worst totally. if you're sober. I mean, I think about it. I'm not an alcoholic, but I think about it like I wasn't going out on the weekends before, like, Coachella because I was like, I just don't want to drink. I don't want to put my body – and I can't – like, I'm like, I don't think I could go to dinner and not have a glass of wine with my friends. Even if it's just one glass. Like, I feel like it would just be like, be like oh, well, that rosé looks good. I want one. Yeah, you get better. Yeah, but I mean, like, even just, like, to socially, like, even as a social drink, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll just have, like, one drink. It's yeah. Like, you know, you don't need the one drink, but it's hard to say no when, it, when the people around Everyone's you are. Everyone's doing it. Yeah, exactly. Peer pressure, man. Well, and it's just, like, you feel left out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so back to, to B's dinner party. So I was kind of laughing that she got a facial that day, but then was also putting like a full face of makeup on because you're like definitely not supposed to do that. I think she can just do whatever she wants. Once again, just has so much fucking money. And I also loved how she was like, well, the girls like might hook up with one of your bartenders. Like I was thinking, yeah, the, like that whole night had to cost her at least $5,000. The caviar, which, and like, I How does think, that go with her fish allergy? I don't. I think. I think Sonia has a kleptomania problem. Sonia or Ramona? Well, Ramona was taking the straw to put up her vag. <laughs> but no, I think like Sonia was like talking about the caviar on the spoon, and then she's like, "Can I keep the spoon?" I'm like, "What?" Are you? Like, I feel like she's she goes fill into. Her drawers. I feel like she goes into people's bathrooms and like steals their toilet paper. Oh God. Like, she is just, like, taking things left and right places. She's like, oh, God, I, I, I need to fill up my cabinet, like, my silverware cabinet. Can I have this spoon? She's just, like, she's, like, a, she has a Mary Poppins bag. Yeah. You know, she just drops things in. It's like, if you emptied it, she's like, oh, where did that couch come from? <laughs> We're like, what? Like, but, like, also, she's always, like, so drunk that, like, at the end of the night, she always, like, spills her bag and, like, multiple <laughs> things fall out of the people's like that are from the people's home yeah they're like is that like are those my napkin rings she's like what i got these from pottery barn like no they're not on my table anymore like oh weird must have fallen in huh interesting but okay what did you so i also was laughing too because this dinner party right bethany emailed to everyone to wear sparkly and sonia yells at ramona for replying all I hate when people reply all. Well, what I was also laughing, though, because I was like, who's all coming to this party? Because I was like, oh, there must be, like, it must be, like, a big party, like a housewarming party. And then I was like, oh, wait, it's, like, the eight girls? Yeah. Like, I thought that and, so, or Ramona was just emailing to ask for everybody. But why don't you understand what sparkly is? Like, sparkly well, Lou clearly me, didn't get the hint. It's sequence. Okay. I did not like Bethany's crop top cape. It was, like, Beth, we know you have a great body, but it's like, it was a little weird with like the roller pants. The, it's, it was a, it was a cape with a tube top. Yeah, it was interesting. I mean, 
she looked great, and she really can wear whatever she wants to. But like, yeah, it was it was an interesting choice. Did you think Lou being an hour and fifteen minutes late was too much? Yes, it's like I think she did it on purpose. Okay, well, okay. So if someone, okay, your friend's having a dinner party, and it starts, they say come at six. What time would you really show up? Six thirty. Totally. 6.30 or, and if I'm being an hour, like if I'm coming a half hour, like I assume if you're having a dinner party that there's at least like a half hour that's like everybody arrives, you have cocktails, Cocktail whatever. Window. Like I am notoriously a late person in general. Like yeah. I tell people, if you want me to be somewhere at a specific time, you tell me to be there 45 minutes earlier. I'm on the same path. Like, I, I'm sorry. I just, and it's not, and I think people always say, like, you're being disrespectful of my time. I'm like, I literally, you don't understand. I just zone out, and all of a sudden, I'm like, I've been staring at my wall for 20 minutes. This like, is what I do. I try to get in one, I'm like, oh, I'm ahead of schedule. I'm going to get in one extra task. Yeah. Or, so I try to do one more thing, and then I'm like, fuck, that took me a lot longer than I thought. Um, yeah. No, I'm just the worst or I'll be like, oh, I'm going to shower. And then I'm like, well, now that I've showered, I have time for a nap. And I'm like, I'm not going to set an alarm for a nap, though. Like, well, how long will I sleep? Like, 20 minutes and then, like, 45 go by? And I'm like, oh, shit. Then I have to be like, um, I'll meet you there. Like, I, I'm just notoriously bad at time. And I swear I'm never going trying to, like, disrespect other people's times. I'm just notoriously bad. I blame my mom. See, my mom, my mom was always... Mm-hmm. my mom will be like we need to be somewhere at 11 I'm like you just woke me up and it's 10 45 yeah and she's like well I guess we're gonna be late it's like yeah <laughs> I think so I think that is a logical explanation <laughs> okay but what made me mad about what what made me mad about that is I felt like Lou was doing this thing like where she was like trying to assert her dominance by being late like she was making an entrance but what I loved was that Ramona said like hey Bethany like I have a date later, so I have to leave by X time. And Bethany was like, great, get it in, girl. Like, she didn't make and a Ramona's big deal like, about can it. And Ramona's like, can I get a vodka and a large wine glass it's with new, lots it's of ice drink. and Pellegrino? I'm like, you're having a vodka soda and a wine glass. Yeah, it's like, but you know, Ramona has like a whole YouTube video about this that she made like a while ago. <laughs> I know, I remember. And it's like. You, she like literally thinks she invented a vodka soda, and again, another reason why Ramona's my favorite. And you know, she's she's just living in a world of servants. Yeah, the helpers, the helpers. They make they help make my life great. I like kind of liked that though. Yeah, like I I was laughing at that when she said that, but I was like, well, I always find it interesting what people call like, like I call them like a house cleaner. Like I have a house cleaner. And, like, other people will, like, call them maids. I'm like, they're not maids. They're, like, cleaning your house. Well, listen, I have a van that sits outside of my house on Melrose called, and it's hot pink, and it's called Topless Maids. I've heard about this. Uh-huh. And so if I wanted to, I could call her a maid when she cleans my house because she's a topless maid. Again, her shirt will be off, too. Wild. Wild. I mean, I probably am not going to call, but like I could, and I could call her a maid because that's what the name of the company is. Got it. That's all I'm saying. Um, okay. I also like that when they finally sat down and Dorinda just goes, let's toast to Barbara. I'm sure you've woken up to things worse than the fish. And I was like, whoa, what? <laughs> She's like, for surviving the fish room, Barbara. <laughs> yeah, you've probably woken up next to with scarier things than the mountain shark, and it was like, okay, we're starting. 
Well, even like Ramona in the Berkshires, like Barbara said, like at the dinner table, like, oh, this is getting like pretty wild. And Ramona was like, like dismisses her and was like, no, like you don't know. It's fine. It's it's not that bad. OK, yeah. she's just having a moment. Yeah, or when she was like, had to, like, she snuck off to go to bed and, like, didn't even unpack her bag. She's like, I gotta get out of here. But, bitch, you will never last in this, in this series. I know, they're dismissing her. I mean, anyways, okay, let's talk about truth or dare. (laughs) I love when Bethany goes, okay, truth or dare. She goes, dare. And Ramona goes, do you think you'll ever fall in love again? Or, like, whatever she said. Like, that's not a dare. I just like the ambience. Oh, God. I mean, I just, like, and Bethany said it too when she's like, when I don't want to kill Ramona, she is so fun to laugh with and at. And it's like, Bethany, your self-awareness is killing me this episode. Like, I'm loving it. You're saying what we're always saying. Completely. Okay, and then I loved how someone dared her to kiss Barbara with tongue, and she did it. And she says that's the first time she's kissed a girl. Lies. Say, yeah, but then they should have done truth. Was that the first time you kissed a girl? No, but because remember, didn't wasn't she making out with like Ramona in the pool last year or something yeah. in Mexico? No, 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 no. So, with Sonia, her and Sonia made out, and like Sonia got jealous of this makeout. They weren't like making out in Mexico. I believe they were just like kissing and stuff. But I was like, that's not the first time that that's happened. I completely agree with you. Mm-hmm. And do you think Tinsley's never kissed a girl? Oh, Tinsley for sure in boarding school, experimented, yeah. but she's. Yeah. She was was brought up, though, like, she was a socialite, so she was brought up to not talk about that stuff in public. Like, remember last year when she talked about getting, having anal sex, and then, like, Topper got really pissed off at her and this whole thing, so, like, and that was, like, the first time she's probably ever said something like that. Like, she was brought up to, like, be seen and not heard sort of deal. Like, you don't talk about that sort of thing, so she's like, I'm just not going to talk about it in public, and I think... Tinsley's also very self-aware that she's been like, I see how Sonia is represented in the public. And like, I don't want that. I don't think it's bad not to talk about that. Like, no, she, I, I, I like actually wouldn't want to talk about it on, on camera either. I'll talk about it on this podcast and not in front of people. <laughs> yeah, I but. mean, I like don't like to talk about it on the podcast. I don't like to talk about it in general because you know what? I don't think that everybody needs to know. Unless that's what you want people to know. Like, if you want to be like Sonia and you want to tell the world, like, that is fantastic. Be you, do you. I don't think it's a bad way either way to not talk about it or to talk about it. I think the Roni girls should talk about it. But So basically it seems like her and Scott are having problems because of the show. It Yeah. So, and I think that we had mentioned this like a while back, like basically like he doesn't want to tape the show. Yeah. So it sounds like they're going to, and I felt bad when she said every day is a struggle. Like I'm trying my hardest. Like she had like a full breakdown there. And I don't like that Bethany keeps pushing her on it because again, they've definitely come together and they're like, they have decided Scott is not good for her. We are going to push her in one direction to get rid of him because he's too controlling. She's just doing whatever he wants. I mean, he clearly has the upper hand, right? Uh, but then she so uh, yeah, desperately like, then... wants that family life. And she's like, and I think it's really hard. It's like, she's like, I've already invested like what, two or three years into this. Like, it's really hard to start over again. I'm only getting older. But I mean, I can, like, I, I would hope my significant other would get mad at me if I tried to have a phone sex call with him in front of all my friends. I agree. And this is like, this was like so lame too, that they had like Dorinda call John because, okay, they also did this on Real Housewives of Atlanta. Oh, okay. And so they had like Eva do it 
And then, like, and they had, like, Candy do it. And so it's, like, it's almost like that. It's, like, a replay of that. And it's, like, when Bethany was getting her IV in her arm, like, oh, great, another IV thing that we're doing. It's, like, oh, here's the, the fun thing for all the housewives to do this time. So it was, no, like. No, but even, like, the dare to Tinsley was tell him he's the love of your life. And if you are engaged by the end of the year, then you're dating other people. Like, of course you're not going to do that in front of your girlfriends. Like. Right. Or. And not even in front of your girlfriends, in front of the camera. Yeah. True. Excuse me. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so I, but I mean, I think that she should get rid of Scott anyways. I felt bad for her though. And I didn't like the, the breakdown. And then it seems like next week, you know, it's not going to be good. They basically are going to break up. But then they're back together. I think they're just going to be like really on and off. And also I think it's hard because it's long distance. Mm-hmm. And again, we've said before that she has drawn that line that she's not going to move there unless there's promise of an engagement. And I agree. And I, you know, what? but I, I feel her like she's just like holding on because I like feel like she's like, you know, he's probably a good guy. I think he might be a good guy. He would be able to like financially provide. But like they have like she basically would have to quit the show. She's not willing to quit the show and move to Chicago until she has the ring on it. So well, she is kind of yeah. manipulating the situation. Plus, this but is not her giving him up right now. Yeah. What if like she dated somebody like I don't know Steve Gold? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, yeah, that'd be down. Like I feel like she needs somebody who's just like. Well, I don't really know how old he is. I, I feel like, though, like, she needs, like, a finance guy. Yeah, a Wall Street guy. Oh, definitely. Like, she needs, like, a Like Leo, an Upper East Sider. Like a Leo DiCaprio from Wolf of Wall Street. I mean, even, like, you know, like a Tom, Dick, or Harry. She yeah. needs a guy in a suit. But she needs... But he has to be close to her age, though. Yeah, she's I mean, not I a, She's like, not an older man type of deal. I, I feel like me, like, a... Even, like, a 40... What about, like what about Bethany's ex, Russ? Why can't Tinsley date him? I love that. I Why, love that. Yes. Put that. Let's put that out into the universe. Okay. Russ and Tinsley. I mean that, yeah. I like that. And then, plus, he's like a bar owner, and she loves to be in that socialite spotlight. And then, well, and I did like that Bethany, like, she did apologize. She's like, I didn't know what the line was, but you just really seem like you're not happy, and, like, you don't need to be controlled, you know? But like, I did not you're like not, that. She, you're not even in the car. Like, I didn't like that she said that she sets women back a hundred years. I'm like, that's bullshit. Because you know what? If the, if your whole goal is that you want to be a housewife and you want to take care of a family, that's your prerogative and that's okay. Like that kind of shit makes me really upset when they basically are saying like being a housewife or like a stay-at-home mom is like not an appropriate job and that sets what feminism back because no, it's not. It's fucking hard to be a mom. I am not a mom, but I know it is hard as shit to be a mom. And so that makes me really mad when people say like when that's people's goals that that sets fe- that's a feminist thing and it sets women back a hundred years. It makes me really mad. That's all. Of course, you know I'm getting fired up. I'm getting fired up like Dorinda was getting fired up and like roughing and toughing Barb, go get your hammer, I'll meet you at Home Depot. I was like, what? And like her mannerisms, like she was getting scary with the mannerisms. I know, when she was doing that like, oh, you like put up your dukes. <laughs> no, but then she did this other like weird like, kind of like a clip move, like. I don't know. I saw some reminiscent of that mob restaurant dinner. Uh-huh. She's so aggressive. It's she like Dorinda really... lay off the booze. Like 
she, I think what happens to her is like, she has these ideas in her head and then she has two glasses of wine and she executes it. So Annie Samberg <laughs> told me that you said the fish room was ugly. And you know what? Put them up. I'm going to fight you at Home Depot with a hammer and a tool bag. By the way, I think you're a lesbian. Oh. Like, I just feel like that is Dorinda to a T. I agree. And then, like, we end with Lou's advice. Take the truth and not the dare. <laughs> Take the truth and not the dare. Thanks, Lou. All right. Wait, I forgot. We didn't even talk about Beverly Hills yet, huh? No. <laughs> I was, like, I was literally just about to say, like, let's go to boring Beverly Hills. Um, it's Real House as a boring hell. That's what okay, I'm so we it's episode 10. And... Ten, and we've been talking about Puppygate for like six episodes. Like, I okay. literally thought that New York had been on longer because we've had so much happen in New York, and like we're only on like episode four of New York. I know. So we have Denise and Dorit over, and I thought it was really interesting that Denise was like, I think, I think Dorit's a really great gal. She's super warm and engaging. I, I was like, what, Denise? You're not seeing what I'm seeing, I guess. And then I also thought about. How was how was Dorit brought into the group? Was it via LVP? Uh-huh. Her and okay. PK were best friends. They're like brother and sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I okay, like I would totally one hundred percent believe Denise Richards if she said I've never seen this show in my life. Yeah, I, I agree. Like I think I feel, she actually hasn't. Yeah, I feel like they were like, Hey Denise, if you join this reality show, we'll give you a million dollars. She's like, A million? All right. She's like, What is it? Do you think she rents the Malibu house? No. Why do you think that? Oh, I just assumed. That she runs in the Malibu half marathon? No, rents the Malibu house. Oh, rent. I'm sorry. I thought you said runs the Malibu half. I was like, what? I didn't even know that one. No, I think Charlie paid for it. Okay. No, like, I think she has a very... I think the reason you never hear anything bad about Charlie from Denise, like, nothing, is because he literally finances her lifestyle. Got it. Like he is like, I will have full custody of the kids whenever that you want to see them. Like you, you have, you can see them, but I will take care of them from like step one, like, like as a baby to full, you know, full grown. Like I will do everything. You just need to pay for it all. And he's like, great. Got it. It's a contract. Yeah. 100%. Okay. Let's talk about the wedding shower and they put down the place cards. Have you ever moved to place cards? Yes. You do. <laughs> but, like, not a lot. Like, not across the table, but just, like, maybe a little mix-up. No, but, like, sometimes if I'm, like, talking to someone, I'm like, oh, why don't I just come sit next to you and I'll, like, move it. It's like, first off, and Camille wasn't even in the center of the table. And she, okay, and Faye Resnick is wearing white and she's wearing pink. Yeah, and Faye's like, oh, my God, I totally forgot you're not supposed to wear white. It's like, oh, did you forget Faye or is that the best you've ever looked? And, like, Renna, stop wearing leopard. I, uh, I have to. She wore leopard twice this episode. Come on. I'm sorry. Okay. It's going to be controversial, but it's, like, here's the thing. So, Lois's story is, like, wild. And it's amazing that she told us. And, like, thank God that she's okay. And it's, like, so crazy. Right? And, like, that's amazing. She's a survivor. Like, that. I'm not knocking any of that. Stop trying to make Lois happen, though. Oh, fuck you, Courtney. 
No, what I mean Lois is that is happening. No, what I mean by that is like I think that Lisa like keeps pushing her daughters on us and like Lois is so sweet and I think she's like again, I think she's great, but I just think like stop trying to make Lois happen because we don't need more Rena family personally. Um, I completely disagree with you. Okay. That's fine. That makes me sad. Well, I, I want more Lois. Actually, people were saying give Lois a diamond. For what? Just I people would rather watch her than freaking Doritos and Erica Jane. And a lot of people aren't liking Camille. Well, we'll get it. I'm personally loving Camille. Now, I don't want to go. I don't want to get into politics and the Kavanaugh stuff. And I, I do. I think this okay. was. I think you're missing the episode. I, what I'm trying to say is like. I think that sexual assault and like this whole Kavanaugh case and Christine Blasey Ford and all of that is like, I I'm on Rena's side with that in the sense that like, I believe survivors. And I think that Christine Blasey Ford literally had nothing to gain from showing up for this. And so when Camille was like, I know what it's like to be wrongfully accused. And I'm like, you're literally comparing your season one. You're such a fucking liar, Camille to sexual assault. Right. But I think she felt entitled to say it. Because she's been sexually assaulted. But she was so out of Which line. Which was really interesting because that's what we're going to say. Like, how do you not have, like, the most empathy out of everyone? When she was and then like, I, like, why wouldn't you well, say, why wouldn't you say something? I'm like, this is literally the reason why people don't come forward. And that's, like, what was, like, angering me where I was like, Camille, just your story is not what everybody's story is like it's amazing that you were able to tell your boyfriend at the time your mom at the time like that you had the courage to do that like and I'm so sorry that happened to you like it's awful but there are people who stay silent forever because they think that they did something or they're ashamed or they think nobody will believe them or they're too scared to say something and so it's not fair for her to categorize all of these people like that and I think she was 100% in the wrong no, completely, okay. completely, and I and I thought it was so interesting that Lois literally sat there the whole time and didn't even like speak to her truth. Which okay, so the guy that attacked her was mm-hmm. the trailside killer. Mm-hmm. Okay, do you know and about the trailside killer? I I mean I heard about him tonight, and then I like looked it up. It's the, called the trailside killer. Uh huh, and. I'm it's sure there's like, going to be, like, a lot of podcasts on it now. There's uh, there's already, like, the My Favorite Murder has known one. Um, but, and I think it was just, like, so important for them to, like, this topic was so important. Like, there's a reason why women have kept quiet. And, like, I mean, he she knew this man. And, like, straddling her with a knife and a hammer. And he only got seven and a half years. And she lost her sense of smell. And then, like, I also it's just, like, such a different time, like, stuffing those feelings and no one would talk about it. And I just, I thought it was really interesting that, like, Lois didn't chime in. I thought, so I also, though, want to say, like, I thought it was, like, really weird that Rinna kept being, like, have you talked to your dad? Like, your dad just can't stop watching the news. And she's like, oh, I would have invited Harry to this all-women's dinner, but he's just so upset from the news. And I'm like, why do you, you keep, like, I'm, I was trying to figure out if she was, had Camille already made her tweets about this? Like, I couldn't figure out if she was trying to set Camille up. Oh. Because she kept bringing it up enough to where it was like, 
she brought it up and then, you know, her mom talked about, and I don't think she was setting her mom up like in that, but I think that it was part of that of like, you know, like this sort of situation happened to you and like, you're so brave. And obviously she like had talked about it publicly. And so I almost felt like she was like setting Camille up where she was like, I'm going to take Camille down tonight. I think it was just like an interesting conversation because there's. But when do we ever know, talk about that stuff? Honestly, like even when it was like the Trump and Hillary election, and we only got a little bit of it from Carol, Carol. about about Hillary, but it wasn't like. I think I think they should actually bring more of these topics of real time conversations that people are having and controversies of America into this and hearing these different women's perspectives, because I also thought it was funny, like you know, Teddy playing devil's advocate, like what if someone didn't believe you Camille? And then like Camille being like, you believe every doctor you say. And, and then meanwhile, Dorit's like, but wait, we're, it's not about politics. (laughs) My God, Dorit, stop talking. And then Kyle, like, what's what's a Kavanaugh? Is that a type of caviar? And like Kyle completely trying to diffuse this conversation. It's like no religion, politics, or sex. She's like, let's talk about my dress and how it's missing a shoulder. That always the miss. Always the always miss. Always a miss. Always. Like a polka dot, gold, one shouldered eighties. And it's like it's like Kyle, your body looks fantastic. You've literally never looked better, and yet you still pick these horrible outfits to make yourself look worse. Okay, and the other thing that pissed me off about this dinner is LVP saying she wasn't invited to the shower. Well, that's what I'm saying. I feel like she had already blocked Kyle. Mm, and Kyle sent yeah, her a text. I mean, now we know that. But I also am like, who sends a text for a shower? Who knows how these people like, paperless connect. post at least, if you're not going to send a full card invitation, send a freaking evite. Yeah. Like, you know, her, her emails were like LVP at diamonds and rose.com. Yeah. Like, okay. What another annoying part, Kyle and her Vanderhall. Oh my God. Going grocery shopping. I was like, this is so. She, she doesn't go grocery shopping. No, it was so pretentious where she was like, first off, I'm like, you should probably be wearing a helmet in that sort of car. Like, oh, I, felt, I felt like that car could flip so easily. Her and Portia wearing their stupid fucking hats. She needs to stop with the hats. Like, What's stop going with... on under that head? Well, so when, one, one week we asked this and somebody DM'd us and they like, remember her lazy eye? She's trying to hide it. Oh, good point. But I'm like, okay, well then you know what? Get like a freaking ball cap or something. Should we send her a two judgy girls hat? Like, Jesus. Like, Probably. it's so ugly. And then when she was like... Oh yeah, this car is only—it's—it's it's cheaper than a vintage Jag. I was like, you didn't have money ten years ago. I know. I they once again like they have so much money. She just has this like twenty-nine thousand dollar toy. Yeah, it's and like I actually kind of got a kick out of Porsche at the store. It's like, how did these cattle chips get in here? She goes, oh, I need some tea. <laughs> I'm like, what nine-year-old drinks tea? <laughs> So and then good. Kyle's like, oh, I can't buy these potatoes. I forgot I'm in my $29,000 go-kart. <laughs> Sorry. And he's like, I'll help you. And she's like, no, no. If you see the car right there, do you see it? It's shiny. $29,000. Like Dana Pam. Did what? Did you know where that store is? Mm-mm. Okay. I didn't know where she was. She must have been like up. Because she lives in Encino now. So she must have been on the other side of the hill. But... Something I did notice, so when the Rinas all went to get the, the IVs, IV 
I literally I just called that. I called that that place a week ago because I was like, oh, maybe I need an IV like post Coachella just to like hydrate myself again. So I called them to be like, hey, what is just your like regular price like IV, just like your regular IV? Just why don't you just guess what it was? One twenty. Higher. One eighty. One ninety eight. Oh my god. For a vitamin bag. So these so they just spent six hundred dollars there. I mean, they got it for free. Well, and they did the cryotherapy or whatever. Yeah, I want to do that bed she did. Mm. Do you think it's like getting a massage or something kind of? I have no idea. I want to do that. I have if anyone wants to give us an ad, I'm willing to try. <laughs> um, okay, and so then Kyle was talking about how American Woman's been canceled. So, you know, maybe now I'll get my sisters back. And, you know, she's having dinner with them again. And I'm like, you just don't get it, do you? I know, I know. And the reason why I think it was staged that they were at that restaurant is mm-hmm. because you're telling me that these people aren't signing waivers that they might be on camera. Oh, okay. But the thing is, I felt like Kathy did not want to be on camera and she was actually had her back to the camera. And I actually don't think she was like eating at the restaurant. She was kind of like walking by. So Okay. So maybe Kim knew that. Cause I was like, who the hell is Kim with? Is this with the boyfriend she's had that she's like never even kissed? They blurred him out. Yeah. It's cause he didn't want to be on that shit. Like I just feel I'm like Kim lives in like BFE. Like she lives so far. She's coming to Beverly Hills for dinner. I don't, I don't, I don't really know the geography. I'm just there. saying this right all, on. this all rings false to me. I loved, though, that, like, Renna just was, like, she's just a human existing like I am and just, like, walks by her. I like that Renna's, Oh, like, no, no. Why? I hated how Renna was at the top, like, hi, Kim. Hello, Kim. Kim, hi. Hi, Kim. Hey, Kim. She wasn't like that at all. What? Are you serious? She was up like that at the table. She was doing that. No, she did, like, one high and then just, like, beelined it past her. She's like, I'm not going to be fake. I'm not going to be fake like these fucking bitches are to LVP texting her, we missed you at the shower. Like, stop being passive-aggressive. Renna owns it. Go go rewatch. She's at the table. Be like, oh, there she is. Hi, Kim. Hi. Hello, Kim. Yes, hello. And then when she walks downstairs, she just walks straight past her and doesn't actually really say hi. Rewatch it because I was like, what the hell? Oh, maybe I was, I was looking down writing notes. No, she was because at the top of the table she waved and then she kept just like I thought it was like aggressive the amount of time she was saying, Hello, Kim. Hi, Kim. I'm yes, I'm still wearing a wig. Yes. Oh no, we're not gonna talk about the husband. No, hello, Kim. Hi, Kim. And then walked down and was like, bye. But she did she like walk past a crying Camille with a Kyle? <laughs> Can you be my bridesmaid? And, and Kyle's expressions was like, I'd love to be a bridesmaid. And her facial expression was like, fuck, I'm a bridesmaid at 50. But what about Kill the fact that me she threw, now. Like, but had she not already been asked? Because why would she throw Camille's bridal shower? You know, who knows with these people, you know? I don't know how they do. They do things differently. They have parties on Tuesdays. Like, this dinner was probably at 3 o'clock. Because <laughs> Lois is 90 and had to eat early. <laughs> the early bird special, if you will. And then yeah. even when they were like, wow, Rena, you've raised such good girls. Uh, I kind of, I, I liked the girls came and sat with the moms. I don't know. I liked it. But not Harry because he's watching the news. 
God bless Harry. If I could get him in a room for a few minutes. And and then what? <laughs> I'd make him make me apple pie. <laughs> Um, and then we got, again, we got the mid-season trailer, which just is basically Rosé at good. Caesars, Rosé somewhere else. Wild. I think that was good. Yeah, I mean, I hope so, because anything's better than this. Like, I'm, I'm just looking curious, forward to it. I'm just curious what happens. Like, it looks I like... thought this week was good, actually. Ugh. Well, that makes one of us. I loved the, the Kavanaugh talk. I thought that was amazing. Eh. I don't think... Mm. I won't get into I want to that. see more controversial conversations. Sure. I just wish that we could stay. Like, I don't want housewives talking to me about politics. That's personally how I feel. I'm fine with, like, with uh, pop culture moments and that sort of thing. But when it gets into, like, politics, it's very much, like, one, because I think a lot of them are Trump voters, which is fine. <laughs> if you're a Trump voter, good for you. I don't, you know what, as long as your opinion was informed, you do what you want to. That's fine. I'm not going to, like... I, I can't get mad well, at we're, you. We are both two different parties. What do you, you and I? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know what that means. <laughs> like, one's a Republican, one's a Democrat. Regardless of, I'm just saying, like, if you're, I didn't vote for Trump. <laughs> no, I know that. Oh, okay. I'm just saying, you can vote for whoever you want, and as long as your opinion is informed and, like, you're educated about... Either, oh, okay. I, I was like, I don't know where we're going with this. I'm just saying, if you want to be... Like, I just don't want Housewives... Like, I want to watch Housewives for, like, the glitz and the glam, and I'm okay with, like, having conversations about pop culture moments, but I don't necessarily want the politics because I think that it turns too much of a bias because, like, automatically, if you are talking about politics and it's something I don't agree with, like, you're... you're I'm not on your side ever again, sort of thing. Like, I feel like it, it's it's just a little bit too difficult in that sense. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I want to see more of it. Yeah, please, go ahead. Okay, on that note, guys, have a lovely week. I'll be at on delays, and we'll see you back we about will be one recording later. Again, next Thursday we will be recording. So Friday morning drive, you'll have this in your apps of wherever you're listening to us. Thank you guys so much for listening again. Until next week, adios. Adios.